Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Welcome to Masters of Home Ownership with your host, Marlene Cruz and Jeff Hobie. Yay! Hi, Jeff. Hi, how are you? Why I feel like I haven't seen you in like a long time? Because I wasn't around. Oh, okay. <laughs> not here. I was far away, and now I'm back. And now you're back. So today we are talking about what exactly? Well, today is a conversation where a lot of people, uh, a lot of people wait until after to do something. I'm sure you've had a show about people who wait too long and miss opportunities, right? Well, now... It's about listing your home to sell it. And um, and where the problem lies is uh, there's still a few hot spots in America, um, in New Jersey in particular, where we're sitting. And with those hot spots, I mean, you just put it on the market and it gets a contract. What I'm talking to is everywhere else. And... And that's why you kind of need to understand, look at all these papers I have today. We kind of need to understand that with waiting past the super hot market that was, what has happened is um, now everybody needs to do hard work to get a household. And... So what I'm going to do today, which I hope you enjoy, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you ready for your question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, it, I didn't even say the funny part yet. I may be ready for the question. Questions that come from you, Jeff, I don't know. Sometimes I'm afraid of. But, but okay, okay, afraid. let's do it. Bring it on. What's the question? Okay. Did you ever hear of a singer by the name of Meatloaf? <laughs> no, I haven't. I have not, no. Paradise by the Dashboard Light? Whew. Okay, everybody. Uh, it's embarrassing. But there is a girl part and a boy part of the song. Okay. And growing up in my life, whenever people were drinking... Or having a fun time at a bar and that song came on. Let me guess. Like they would dance like crazy to that song or go wild. No. What they would do (laughs) is they would sing the song. Now, sometimes... Karaoke? uh, Probably, maybe. Acapella? I'm sure people would ruin it if they did it in karaoke. But nonetheless, there's a girl part and a boy part. Mm Mm-hmm. And what happens is sometimes the guys sing the girl part. Yeah, that makes it funny. Of course. So today, in the absence of that... Denise! Denise, where are you? What happened to Denise today? We have her her. in lockdown. Um, She's locked down. 
Oh, okay. And uh, I hope she comes out of that lockdown soon because yeah. it's not the same without Denise. I right. need a partner to pick on you with. You know what right. I mean? So you're just going to have to tow the whole load yourself. <laughs> All but, right, let's get straight to it. Okay. We're talking about helping people understand how to better um, list their home, Correct. right, and Correct. prepare themselves for the listing. So give us what you got. Okay, so girl part, boy part. Uh-huh. I'm doing Denise. I'm going to explain what Denise does. Would does. yes. Are you going to do it in her voice? I, I wish I had that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, but I can't. So let's start with page one. Okay, the what you need now to sell a home because I'll, I'll give you the, one of the reasons why. There is a listing she just got down by Princeton, okay? Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is about this house was it was listed like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And when she does all this computer work, right, mm-hmm. of projecting, I'll get into this part, but there's also trend analysis of how houses are going. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on the area, of course, in the neighborhood. Every area. There's trends, price trends, and all this other fun junk. It's not just what the last three houses sold for. It also has predictions of where the market's headed, right? Mm -hmm. All the houses have been being dropped by 19,000, 29,000, 39,000. What do you mean dropped? Value? Yeah. Everybody listed it at, let's say, 450, and now they lowered it to 410. Oh, but, but, but wait. So that means the market is like coming down to, okay, it's becoming a little more balanced because we all understood that this wasn't going to really last too long because it was just too out of whack, right? Right. That is, so it's returning to some kind of normality. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if we're at normal yet. But some kind. But if you were planning on ever moving, and and this falls under the category of, let's say you're one of the four million people that are going to lose your house, but maybe your house value went up. Up, yeah. And you're going to lose the opportunity to even make any money Mm -hmm. if you don't hurry up and call someone who knows how to maximize the value because it's shifting as we speak. I mean, since the government announced it wasn't going to be buying more, like they were, what is the word they use? They're tapering buying mortgage-backed securities, which makes interest rates go up. Yeah, right. Okay. Um. And we started running out of people who are willing, you know, that came from New York mm-hmm. and sold their house and came out to New Jersey and they were able to buy houses with cash, you know. Mm-hmm. We ran out of them, those people. So now we need people to be able to mortgage a house. So when you go and appraise a house, now appraisals are coming back lower than what a house sold for. 
So do they still have, like, each house has, like, 30 people that are wanting? Not not anymore. No. No okay. more. Well, in in a, in a very strong area, let's say Wayne, for instance. Why is Wayne always, like, such an area for high real estate? Like, why is that? I'm just curious. What they say is the schools are second to none. Oh, wow. They're that good, huh? Yeah. Um, all of them. They're like, last time I ever read something about it, it was like third in the state. Mm. And that's public school. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, you know, and that's why a lot of people want to live there. The other reason why is there's a lot of children in that area. Like, that's the people coming in. The people without children were leaving and mm-hmm. cashing in their lottery ticket, their mm-hmm. house. And people were overpaying for it. Now, when it hits that peak in Wayne, you're going to see um, it's not going to like the last house sold for seven in this neighborhood. The next one's going to be 690. It's going to be like, it's going to go to 650 and then 620. It's oh, wow. going to drop okay. like a cliff, not like a. Right. So it's going to drastically drop. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Because. Okay. Is this a good thing for for it to drastically drop like that? Well, I think that's why, uh, remember, I'm singing the girl parts. That's why Denise wanted to do this show is because if you want to be able to still sell your house at the most value to yourself, um, you better hurry up. Right. You better hurry up. So that's basically the the point of you sharing this. Like, you need to right. do it and do it now. Yeah. Even though you can't do flowers and your grass looks beautifully cut and mm-hmm. you really got to concentrate on the inside, not the outside so much. But um, Okay. So that advice would be for people that want to sell. Right. If you want to sell, this is the time before the market, you know, goes drastically down and the, right. the value of the home drops drastically. Right. But for people that want to buy, then the, the message would be different. The message would be wait till the, the market for the market to drop. Right. No. No. Mm-mm. OK. Explain. OK. Like, there's going to be people that will capitalize on the market dropping. Don't get me wrong. But what's going to happen is people aren't going to be putting their house on the market for making uh, nothing on their house, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not going to put their house on the market it, when they know the time isn't right. The people who sell during the time isn't right are the people that have to sell, not want to. Right. They have to. And have to people usually get taken advantage of. Yeah. Right. Like foreclosures and short sales and people in a situation where they might have been able to make 50 grand, but people smell blood in the water and they're not, you're not going to make that because everyone wants a deal like you if i said to you hey you want to buy this car it's 30 grand or this car it's 10 you're gonna be like oh, give me the 10 right well it depends 
It depends. They're both the same brand new car. Okay, well, definitely. If it's the same thing and it works right. the same way, of right. course. Exactly. That's a no-brainer. But the problem is is that if you're, you need money and you're, if someone's selling that $30,000 brand new car, they're not going to be able to get thirty grand because they're going to panic and dump it. So. What I've noticed about the real estate market and how it works mm-hmm. is that in different times when the markets change, it benefits different people. Sometimes it benefits sellers, sometimes it benefits buyers, but I don't think there there is that time, or at least not often, where both are really benefit, right? Where both receive the same benefit. So it's either it's either a, a buyer's market or a seller's market. It's not both, right? That I'm going to use a big word. Yeah. That was extremely insightful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you don't even need lights in here. You're so bright. I know. I know. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, you should repeat that. Thank you. Yeah, you should <laughs> make that a coffee mug and put it right in front of you. <laughs> Lean it up to the camera. Um, the thing is, is that... That's a correct statement, though, right? There is there is always a winner and a loser. There's right. no tie. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it got cold out today, <laughs> and I didn't like it. So... <coughs> Excuse me. All right. So here's the deal. Ready? We're ready. We, we were born ready. Thank you. Um... <laughs> What my wife would explain to you is they do something to what they call amplify. That's probably someone in marketing used that word. Mm-hmm. Your home's visibility. Now, um, I think it says like 90% of all people start their search uh, on their phone. On their online, okay. Or at their desk or whatever. And but, I would say that number is probably higher. Yeah. Is that a correct place to start searching online on yeah. okay it's because most people this is why amazon makes so much money and doordash and all that because people don't want to have to go outside their house yeah yeah they want the convenience and think about what it was like for 18 months or whatever i don't even know i never was quarantined but you know for that Time, Time, yeah. But I was essential, that's why. So before anyone starts calling the (laughs) World Health Organization on me. Um, But nonetheless, it's the best thing. Now, with that, that circle of people that are all looking at your house, you need to make sure you're getting the most exposure. And that's why... Yeah. Where she, what she does is amplifies it. And what that means is not only on her site, you know, the Weikert site, which gets, I believe, the most hits nice. of all of them in this state. Nice. Um, but like Realtor.com, Trulia, Zillow, who's been having a lot of uh, trouble lately. And I think they're up to something, but we'll talk about that another day. Um, plus they also attract it to people searching outside of the United States too. So they don't just, you, know, oh. you never know if someone wants to buy a house in 
New Jersey from Germany. Or, well, or... actually, thinking back to um, Michael Fairbanks, right? Right. He did mention that there was a, an option of people buying that are uh, from other countries. Right. So Foreign that's nationals a, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that point. happens more often than not where there are hmm. extremely smart people that... Like us? Besides us, because we're not from a foreign. <laughs> you're from a foreign country, aren't you? Yes, I am. Do you want very to, proudly from Dominican Republic, which is very pretty. <laughs> I visited there, and it was fun. <clears throat> very fun. Um, very hot. Yes. Very hot country. Very yes. very warm. Yes. The food. Um, Delicious, is it not? Yes, <laughs> at the Hard Rock Cafe. But in the resort, I believe the people, you know, probably picked the cheapest one. On uh, I didn't pay for the trip; it was a gift. Okay, so we've talked about marketing it so that you get the most exposure, right? Right. So, just to have an understanding, marketing it so you get the most exposure. This means that your real estate agent is in charge of doing that marketing. Oh my God, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you don't have to... You as a seller, no. No, okay. No, but you want to pick someone that you can trust. Trust, absolutely. That's going to do the best job for you because for most people, that's the most amount of money they're going to make on anything. It's their biggest investment, blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know. Everyone understands what I was Right. Well, say. it would behoove the real estate agent to market it as much as they can right. because, I mean, you it helps the sale, right. evidently, right? Correct. Correct. It actually, you want it to go quickly because here's what happens. If it doesn't go quickly, then the price, the only way to get people to buy your house. To lower the price. Oh, I'm learning. You see that? You're I gonna, love it. You're going to start a 14th company now. Yes, I am. You know what the 14th company is, though. Oh, it already exists? Well, I've only been gone a week. <laughs> it exists in my mind. Oh, okay. Yes. Where? But I need Michael for that. And you, of okay. course. Oh, and your I wife. Know. All right. Uh-huh. So, all right. We all, that'll be a whole different show. <laughs> now, this is something that no one else uses uh, that is provided by Liker, okay? It's called, like, everyone heard of a CMA or a competitive price analysis. That's what, mm -hmm. like, if I put you on the MLS, mm -hmm. which is the multiple listing, right? where every realtor has to post a house. And have access to and all that. So everyone can see it, right? Mm -hmm. um, you will see there are some houses that are listed that are um, way overpriced, right? And you see some that are correctly priced. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people get listings because they said the highest price, okay? Like if I said, oh, your house worth six hundred grand, and everybody else came in at five. You'll be like, Jeff Hobie's the smartest realtor ever, you know. Mm -hmm. And then mentally, you spend that money in your head, and then that Jeff Hobie has the hard time of convincing you now to lower it. But I wanted your listing so bad, I lied. You see what I mean? 
Yeah. That's no but good. that, I think, defeats the purpose, does it not? Right, because it, you're going to have a harder time selling it now. Right. Because people aren't going to go looking at a house that is overpriced, period. Okay. Period. <laughs> I'm doing something that she doesn't do. Sorry, I was being her. All right, so CMA's not the best price thing. Okay. They ha what she does is called a price trend analysis. <laughs> what that means is price yeah. trend analysis, and how is this different? Okay, CMA is just the last three houses that sold that are like the one you're selling. Mm-hmm. Price trend analysis also factors in all the different things that are going on and and the type of house you have mm -hmm. where the prices are headed from this okay. month to next month. It's like a baseball player. You it's know a projection you, of the, how the market is okay, and where it's going to go. Right. Okay. Because if you're chasing the market the whole time, you're never going to be low enough to get an offer. Because ultimately, if I had a house that was chasing the market and lowering it not enough each month to keep up with how fast the market's going down, and you're looking for a home, and this house comes over your computer screen, remember we already talked about the computer screen, mm -hmm. you would say, what's wrong with that house? Mm. Why has it been listed for five months and nobody even put an offer on it? Right. Oh, I know why. I do. It's because they picked the wrong realtor who didn't can't project where the market's going to be. Wow, that's really good to know. Thank you. Yeah, that's really good to know. That means that you really have to have an eye and see um, where the market is going to be soon. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Not too far along the line and not right this minute. Yeah. In, in the very close uh, future. Right. To kind of project what you should list a house for. Not too high and not too low, like in a, a middle ground. Yeah. Is that correct? Right. And that is the f the problem with a lot of people where, you know, someone sticks their head out of the sand and says, Woohoo, my whole neighborhood sold for a half a million bucks. Now I'm going to get a half a million bucks. Well, it wouldn't take you too long to find a realtor to list it for a half a million bucks. Right, because there are a lot of realtors that just want listing, you know, just the notoriety. I mean, I used to. This is terrible to say online <laughs> or on the on your show, but there was a guy who had a lot of signs, hmm. and never did they say sold. <laughs> right. And, wow. And I. Uh, well, that's not good. That's not smart because you're building a bad reputation for yourself. Well, you, you're listing and listing, but you're not selling, and that's right. not the point. And he's you know? a mean person hmm. to people. Well, I can see why he's not selling. Uh, yeah, karma, maybe. Mm -hmm. But he also lists stuff too high. Mm. And he's very good at the talk, not at the... The second, which is what we're talking about today, the part that actually gets houses sold, not mm -hmm. being a smooth talker, right? Smooth operator. Yeah. <laughs> Sade. Yes. Smooth that? operator. And I, he did, he, he was mean to my wife 
on one of her listings. Oh, no, I don't like him. Mm-mm. Right. To Denise? No way. Yeah. Denise is such a sweetheart. So, remember, well documented, I was uh, did lots of short sales and he wanted my help. And I said I would never help him ever. Right. And he bump in, bumped into me at an event and I said to him, you're the king of signs. And he said, ha, 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 what's that mean? And I go, you, you know, because being a mortgage guy, it's great to have realtors because they'll send you buyers, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want anything from him because he's not nice to people. Right. And uh, I said, you're the king of signs. And he said, what does that mean? And now he's not laughing because he wanted to be friendly so I would help him. And I said, you list, you are so good at convincing people to list their house with you, but yet the houses don't sell. And I said, "Um, so I call you the king of signs. So what's what's the solution to that? I mean, if your house has been listed for him, right. (laughs) But if your house has been listed for a long time and it's not selling, should you take it out of the market, wait a little bit and put it back in with a reasonable price? Yes, but you should pick someone who knows what What they're they're doing. doing, Of course. I mean, there's successful realtors that have you know, a thimble full of knowledge. And then there's ones that are really hard workers that no one knows about, you know, like you just have to go by who you trust. Is it appropriate to ask the realtor what's, what's your, um, your record, your track record? How many, how many uh, houses have you listed that you've sold? Yeah. Right. Right. Is it okay to ask that? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Um, the problem is is that... They will lie. Right. A lot of people lie. And in this world, it, it comes down to trust. Because my... I guess it's okay to say the story now. My next door neighbor picked <laughs> um, my not my wife uh, to list his house. Mm-hmm. Odd guy. Didn't pick your wife. Or, okay. Odd guy. Said to her, "I'm gonna when I decide to sell, he picked a, a girl, looked ambitious, wore the power suit and all that stuff, was a realtor for like a year and a half. Oh, well, that's not good. But that's well, not some a lot of... realtors are really good. And one month in, I, I know some. I help make them that way. Oh, okay. And uh, I'd, I'd rather go with somebody like Denise that is experienced. Right, right, right. Because when you have, when you've been in the field for so long, you've seen so many things and gone through so many that you already know what to do and what not to do. Right. Here's where, I guess we'll use this house as the story behind why you need to do what you're doing. So what they didn't do or she didn't do, or her company didn't do, is they didn't determine exactly what the house was worth. Mm -hmm. Okay? So what did they do? They listed it for less than, which sometimes is a good strategy, Mm -hmm. because you'll get more offers, right? But where the problem lied, 
lies in is that, and I'll touch on it one more time, Denise uses a professional photographer, not just a photographer who's like, oh, cute wedding. I'm talking a guy. Mm -hmm. It's a company Mm -hmm. that her company works with that knows how to make a house look perfect. Mm -hmm. And this house was taken by probably an iPhone 10 or X. Like the pictures were darker and Mm-hmm. And you'll lose people if the house looks like it's not right presentable. Presentable, um, and it didn't. They have, have these things I, I've seen where now they have this this device that takes 3D shots of yeah. the home, and and you can show it in 3D. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's called Matterport, mm-hmm. and what it does is it. It spins around the room and it takes. My wife used to do that too. Um, that kind of waned because what it was for, or what makes it work, is <laughs> seeing the goggles. Yeah. If you're not wearing the goggles. Oh, okay. Yeah. So those people that don't have it, it's like irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. So you can't tour the house without the goggles. Now, my kid has them, and he fights swords and stuff and that kind of junk, but he's not touring houses. So the best you could do is, like, click on something and zoom in on a fireplace and then zoom out and zoom. Mm -hmm. People, you know, whatever. It's not the greatest. But I do know that you would lose a lot of, um, of opportunities of people wanting to buy your house if you don't have any pictures. Or good pictures. Or good pictures. Like, that's very important. Yeah, that's why she sets the appointment for that company to come out. And there's a guy, I spoke to him um, about one house that he did, and it went like a blink of an eye, the house. And I asked her, hey, can you have that guy? Because I'd love to put him in Denise's chair. Just to explain to everybody what is the magic, because it's it's like imagine a picture on your good side to your bad side. Mm -hmm. You would not like that photo, yes or no? Yes, you know I have a good side, and I don't I don't think I have a a bad side, but I have a better side. Fine. Now, (laughs) just imagine on the MLS there's twenty five photos. Would you want 25 photos of your not best side out on the internet trying to sell your services or 25 of the best photos ever, right? Right. And that is... What makes the difference. So so in in, uh, resuming what, what you're saying, it's basically important for you to make sure that you have the correct realtor so... They, he or she can kind of list your house right. in the right places and market it in the right way. Right. Also have a good team where you have a photographer that's kind of catching the best side of your house. Yes. Okay. Now. And then. <laughs> act Jeb now. Hobie. No, I <laughs> thought that's what you were going to do. All right. <laughs> but 
There's another little caveat to this whole listing thing, depending on speed, okay? This Depending on what? Speed. Okay. Whose speed? How fast you move. So, or how fast you need to move. Remember Mr. Van Tassel? He was a star yeah. on this show. Yes, we need to have him back. He's lovely. He might come back for the winter because there's a lot of people who are going to get broken pipes in the winter. Yeah. And other things you need to do to your house to keep it from getting ruined. But um, doing a home inspection ahead of of um, listing it right. is probably the best spent by oh, mad at me Bill, 500 bucks you could spend. Yeah. Because here's why. They are going to do a home inspection, your buyer. And each thing they find is going to knock it down more than the 500 bucks. Let me interrupt you because I know what you're going to say. And I want to show off what I've learned. Go ahead. <laughs> so I, based on what I've learned, I have the understanding that if you do an inspection prior to, before you put it on the market, you already know the things you have to repair. And you um, added, right? Mm-hmm. And you openly share it so that, you know, you already know what's wrong with my house. If you accept it, that means that you are willing, ready, and able to acquire these these uh, specific circumstances, right? right? Am I yeah. right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And let's say, let's say Bill finds 10 things wrong with your house. Now, the listing hasn't gone on live yet, right? Right. 10 things wrong with the house. Eight of them you could fix yourself in an afternoon show off. And two of them you're just going to put in the seller disclosure. Mm-hmm. Roof has a small leak by the chimney and something else, whatever. He pointed out, you know, something boring. And don't tell him I said that. <laughs> but at least you're putting it out there that I know it and this is what it's listed for. I'm telling you this is what's wrong so that they can't come back and say, now I want to pay, spend five grand less or ten grand less. So are there any circumstances where it's recommended for you to fix it instead of just listing it? It all depends on money. Yeah. Um, if you are selling it, like if someone's going to knock it down ten grand, but it's a $2,000 fix, if you can fix it. Well, that's my point. Yeah. So whatever you can fix that would bring up the price that would allow or you from going down or more. keep it from going down. Right. right. It's, it'll behoove you to do it because that means that you'll be getting more right. for your house. Correct. And, and that is paramount to getting, you know, like there are hundreds of things that, Bill check like if I read them all, it would take a half an hour of what he checks, yeah. right? And which means unless you literally are Bob Vila who owned that house that they're selling, there's millions of things you could need help with mm-hmm. or that need to get addressed, and that affects the value of your home. And there's also another thing where people say. I'm not going to do anything. I'm selling it as is. Yeah. That is what I like to call a big, huge red flag. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're still going as is, 
Well, immediately, I've seen, right, I've seen those messages, oh, being sold as is. And immediately it it does ring a bell to me. Like, what do you mean as is? Whenever that's being said or expressed, that means that there's something going on, right? Yeah. So it is a red flag that pops up automatically. You don't want that. Yeah, it's. It reminds me of a Brady Bunch episode. <laughs> Did you watch that? Yes, I have. Yeah. Do you remember when Greg learned caveat emptor? No, I don't remember that. That's no. buyer beware. Mm-hmm. Because they know something and they're not going to tell you. Uh-huh. And that's bad. That's why you do a home inspection and you hire a really good home inspector because um, I introduced Bill to... Um, this Remax mm-hmm. company not close to here. <laughs> and he went out and I got everybody, I told everyone about him. Oh my God. People missed like the things he pointed out. Yeah. There was a poll because the realtor asked all her friends, did this your guy ever say this? You guy ever say that? And um, and that is why you want someone like him checking your house for you. So um, in normal circumstances, somebody like Denise, right, right. that has the, the, the connections and the resources, right. would, would the realtor be the one suggesting? Yes. Okay. Now, some people don't want to spend 500 bucks. I mean, come on! I, you're you're selling the biggest asset probably of your of of what of your life. So yeah. you want to make sure that five hundred bucks in comparison to what your house is worth is come on, it's sense really. Right. Well, there are people. It's not common, so maybe it's too new of an idea to do this because yeah. it only keeps your house from going down. Yeah. And five hundred bucks, like if I said to you, "Oh, you'll you can make five, ten, twenty grand more than you would have got if you just get rid of all the problems." Yeah, that <laughs> for me that's like a no brainer. Right. Well, <laughs> talk to the people. You know. Um, the other. Thing. I think I'm gonna. Uh, that's gonna be my fifteenth company. I'm gonna join Denise. Yeah, you, <laughs> you do very well. <laughs> Now, here's a few things people can do themselves, which I'll save her the trouble of saying it. Create space in your house. If people can't picture their furniture in rooms, like if you have too much clutter, Mm -hmm. then they can't see themselves living there. Oh, that is interesting. So... Do you mean take stuff out or yeah. make make sure things is clean and neat? Clean like there's a there's yeah. a difference between cleaning up and making sure everything's neat and taking things out. Yeah, well, there are times you have to get extra furniture out. Well, maybe somebody wanted four Lazy Boy chairs in the living room, but when they're all popped open, there's no room to walk. But that's how they watch football or whatever take two of them out yeah you know so it looks um less like a frat house so basically what you want to do is set up the environment in such a way where people can kind of visualize themselves there Uh in the most comfortable way possible 
there is some more things you should do while you're taking stuff away. <laughs> um, make sure you get my email right if you're going to send me hate mail. <laughs> uh, religious things on the walls. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Pictures like, of places, pictures of family, mm-hmm. pictures in general. Well, okay, well that's shocking to me. I would, I would think no. that it would be a good thing for you to have no. pictures of your family where you have memories and it, it will incite them and let them know. Listen, here, this is a home where you, this is a house where you can make a home and you can make memories with your family. So have I. Mm-hmm. No. Well, okay, give me the reason behind that. Okay, the religious things are pretty simple. If someone had a bad experience in church or at a, with a rabbi, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, people have preconceived notions over political parties, right? Mm. Like if you have up a, a Biden flag or a Trump flag or whatever flag, I don't care. Wow. In your house. People are going to hate you. Like there, there, there is not uh, where That's everyone can have an opinion yeah. in this world. Yeah, it's either us or them, or them and us. Mm. You know, and that goes for clutter too, because there mm. are people out there that have every single precious moment or um, figurine. Yeah. And it's a whole wall. Well, I can understand the clutter because if I want to picture myself in a house, I want to picture a beautiful house, clean, you know, nice and tidy. Okay, I understand that part. What I don't understand is why would you have to um, take down your pictures and your religious items? I mean... The religious part, maybe sort of, because people that believe in energy believe, okay, maybe there's bad energy here or something like that, right? right. But um, family pictures and memories? Well, let me get it straight. I'm not going to take down the picture of you on the wall, but think about people. Better not. I'm sure you've been in <laughs> houses where people have 40 pictures on one wall. Mm-hmm. They have three rows every and looks beautiful. of pictures on the hall, in the hallways. And oh, maybe that means that there's a whole bunch of, like, holes on the wall. Pro- there is a whole bunch of holes on the wall holding <laughs> up those pictures, right? <laughs> and, but, again, it, it, it'll mess with the mind of them trying to, they're not going to see it as their home. I see. Oh, okay. Okay. It's it's more of a psychological reverse psychology kind of thing. I want you to see this as your house, not right. mine. Correct. Okay. Now you get it. I got it. I got it. I just didn't want to say that because we have to talk for an hour. <laughs> um, number two. Um, if you have any rooms painted pink, purple, black, uh, you'll get more of that. Uh, pink and purple paint, but buy white paint or cream paint or eggshell and make it a blank canvas, not a. Right. So that means that you have, you should paint. If you have all these extravagant color, you should paint it back to white or off white or something neutral. 
Correct. And not rainbows because that's not going to be very attractive. (laughs) Um, Easy fixes. Like, (laughs) she'll go around people's houses and let's say, and depending on if people are expressed an interest in Mm -hmm. wanting to spend a little bit of money to get more for their house, replacing a faucet in a bathroom. Easy. The hardware, cheap, but new ones makes it look... Like yeah. New work, right? Yes. Um, kitchen, same thing. Um, These in the are bathroom, little tricks. New caulk, right? Because bad caulk makes water get underneath and it ruins the whole thing. Bill would probably go nuts if we said <laughs> bad caulk, right? And um, and light fixtures. I pay attention a lot to that. Yeah, well, that's the other thing where the light looks yellow. Or... Mm-hmm. My personal favorite, seen it more times than I care to imagine, is you look in a light fixture mm-hmm. and there's a million dead bugs in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've seen that, right? Yeah, in like yeah. someone's kitchen and you're yeah. like, oh, gross. Right, 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 right. Hope one don't fall out on <laughs> my plate. So basically you want to make it as clean, tidy, beautiful, yes. organized as possible. Right. Now, with... All that said about the build, band tassels, and all the <laughs> doing the faucets and all that stuff, and making sure you hit that knock list that Bill gives you. If you do not do any of those things, what is going to happen is you're going to have a picture in. Go ahead. Uh, you're going to have a picture in your head uh, of closing in 45 days. Let's say I want to get out of here. I want to move to North Carolina, Florida, wherever. Yeah, Florida. Florida is very nice. A little cold this time of year. But you're going to get problems with home inspections and stuff, which are going to cause delays in your closing Mm. because people are going to want this fixed and that fixed, and then you're going to argue for two weeks about it, the lawyers, and then you'll finally cave and decide, well, I guess I'm not selling it without getting this done, and there's two more weeks. Now you just spent four grand because they wanted – this much more stuff done when it only needed this much stuff and now your 45 day closing is a 75 day closing. Oh. or more or more so it pays to try to get it as perfect as you can you know from and the beginning don't waste right. time go do the the arranges you know and and fixing and cleaning and all that that you can do and right. try to keep it as best as you can. I, I would say the advice would be what kind of home would you like to go into? If you want to go into this home and you think it's a great home right. to buy, then that's the same experience or energy that people would feel generally. Right. Well, generally speaking, generally, right. Um, there are people who try to get something for nothing. And there are people who will outbid everybody just to do a home inspection to knock down the price. Oh. This is why you do a $500 home inspection and knock down that list yeah. so that the guy or gal who did that, thinking they're going to, oh, we're going to knock it down 20 yeah. grand yeah. in attorney review. Da, 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 stinks Guess what? <laughs> because they're not going to find anything wrong, and that's the end of that. Right. So, um, 
you really you really need to understand that you want it to be perfect, but you also need it to go quick because days matter in today's market. Days matter. Mm-hmm. So it, a house will sell if it's priced right, right? But it doesn't mean how much you're going to get out of it because now the mentality is, Everybody thinks their house went up a hundred grand or two hundred grand. Right. And and that might not be the case anymore. Anymore. So. Right. So would you say the general rule would be to list your price just a tad bit below right. market? Um right. but wouldn't people feel that they're losing if they do? No. Using value of their house? Can you so so the trick is to bring them in, but can you kind of up it afterwards or no Mm-mm. no you have to stick to what you say you only need two buyers to to get a house to go up in value two people interested so wow let's say your perceived value of your house is a half a million bucks right and let's say denise says to you marlene we're going to list it at 479 and this isn't her exact words, but I'm going to paraphrase it. If your house is worth more than 479, you're going to get more than one offer, and then they'll fight and bring it up to what you think it's worth. Nice, okay. But if your house is only worth 479, we're well. Let's be happy if we get eight offer, right? So you have to come to that conclusion. It's easier than telling someone your house is worth half a million. Let's list it there. And then the best offer you got was four eighty. Now in your mind yeah. you feel like you lost twenty grand yeah. and your house was never worth five hundred. So let's say your house is worth four eighty. Right. You list it at four seventy five or seventy. Right. Seventy. Okay. Right. So now there's two, three, four, five people interested in this this house. Right. It could only go up to four eighty, the max that is worth, or go above you that. Go, it can still go above that, but you got to also analyze. That's part of if she was here, she'd be able to tell you all about multiple offers where you analyze. She goes through each offer with the sellers because mm-hmm. someone who's putting down three and a half percent won't be able to compensate for if the house comes in 10 grand less with an appraisal, but someone putting 150 grand down on your home, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the house comes in 10 grand less, they could just absorb it into that and move along. They want your house. You see what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot of analysis through multiple offers. So if you don't do it the right way with the multiple offers, mm-hmm. remember, I what did I say about the highest offer sometimes is not your best offer. Right. So, and, right. Um, so you want to be cautious with that too. Just oh be mindful boy. of the highest offers. <laughs> right, because the high sometimes they're real, but you also have to be able to smell them. Right? <laughs> and they do send off an odor. Well, this is what I mean where I would want someone like Denise or someone like yourself to be part of the team of of helping right. me sell my house because right. Somebody that has that experience for a very long time would be able to smell that, like you mentioned, right? right? That comes with time. Not right. With experience, time. Right. yeah. Where you just, you know, there's red flags. And if they're using 
Like if they really are someone who buys a lot of properties or something, yeah. why would they be making rookie mistakes? Or right. Whatever? These are the things that you can't really learn from a book. You, you learn from real life experiences. Oh. Oh. Learned, remember furniture moving? Yes. It it interrupts the flow of the home. What what does that mean? Feng shui, I guess. Oh yeah, the energy thing I told you. Yeah. Yes, I'm getting and good at this, bathroom, man. Ready? I'm going into real estate. Hang I'm on. Telling you. Here's some notes from her <laughs> website. Ready? <laughs> um, you could get more money. All right. I'm just gonna say it, even though it's gonna come out of my mouth to sound silly. Um. You want the bath to look luxurious, so you buy yeah. towels and you do that thing. Where yes. You do this and then this and then that. Yes. You get. That's not silly. Pretty That's... soaps, <laughs> candles, and <laughs> and the hardware, and that can make your bathroom look and smell <laughs> like a spa. Wait, I just found the perfect the perfect new business for me. Right. You know that I'm really good with like designing and decorating. Right. Home so design. if you want to sell your house, hire me right. and I will decorate it in a spa-ish kind of way and feng shui. It's all about the feng shui and, uh, and, <laughs> and the scents and the essential oils and the flowers and all that stuff. It, but it actually, that would help. You know why that's true? Because I think you mentioned this in one of the, the, the first episodes that we did, where mostly is the woman making the decision of buying of the house that they want when there's a marriage, right? right. <laughs> so if it's mostly a woman, we are very into interior designing, the house looking pretty, the house smelling good. Right. So it is important because I particularly want to see that if I'm buying a house. If it was Makes guys sense. making the decision, oh, yeah, there'd it. be a kegerator, <laughs> a 75-inch TV, and... A uh, man cave. Yeah, you just have to make a huge man cave, and every guy <laughs> would be like, sold. That's not who buys houses, right? Even single guys still take the opinion of their mom and their, you know, sisters, sisters or girlfriends yeah. or whatever. So, in my opinion... If you're a guy buying a house, use yes. use someone who has. That's so sense. funny. Yes. Use sense. Like they, Denise also does marketing plans, social media marketing. They do that for you, and publicized open houses. Here's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. You know how I love them. Fun facts, yeah. Uh, three out of four buyers go to open houses. Three out of four. That's that's a lot. That's a ton yeah, it's of a lot. buyers that yeah. have attended at least one open house. Yeah. Get your house seen by people a lot of times who comes to your open house, your neighbors. Because they're nosy. Yeah. They want to nosy. see what's in your house. But they, they, they were all, never invited, so now this is the yeah. way they can invite themselves. And they can find out about your special soaps yeah. and your towels <laughs> and your feng shui. But here's the other fun fact they're going to tell their friends who are buying houses to come see because everybody wants their sister and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or parents who are getting elderly you know that kind of thing so let me see if there's anything oh here we go oh okay real quick i got two minutes right four minutes four minutes that's so much time 
Um, once Marlene's new 15th company goes online and, <laughs> and fixes your whole house, right, <laughs> and makes it all pretty, do the best job you can keeping it looking like that. Yes. Like when you leave the house, try to straighten it up. You might have to get up 10 minutes earlier just to make sure because realtors can come from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, Anytime. But Denise's listings have to be by appointment, so nobody wants to get surprised. Not saying they're not coming. Just in case. Point. Yeah, but just try to keep your house as neat as possible. And um, you don't want this to be stressful because, obviously, sooner than later is better. There's, I've, I've learned that there's two places that you, sh- you want to make sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, right. you want to make sure that you have nice and beautiful and tidy and clean and smelling good. Kitchen right. and bathroom. Right. And right? people are going to go in your closets. Closets, too. They Don't have any skeletons in your closets. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's got those. But they want to remember what I said about the living room. They want a picture. Now, they also have a picture of how much crap they have in their house. Right. And the how much, how big is the closet, especially if you have small closets. Yeah. If it's summertime, get all the winter coats out of there. If it's wintertime... You know, only have some coats. You know what I mean? So it could look like if it's spacious. Right. And And doesn't stink. Right. Right. Please. You know, and you don't need... Smelly socks. Closets to have, (laughs) like, thrown in stuff. You want it to be as clean as possible. Now, Hmm. um, let's see. Open houses work because um, that's what sells tons of houses. And that is really good because when people come to your open house, my wife contacts everyone who came through, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll do this in 30 seconds so you can say goodbye, okay? (laughs) You get what's called the magic word is feedback. Mm -hmm. And feedback will tell you, I loved your house, but, I loved your house, but, But, you keep getting buts. There's something drastic that about you need your, to address your taste or the condition of your home. Yeah. And that's uh, that's good to, to note because right. it, it will give you some information on what you need to fix in order to sell your right. house yeah. faster and easier. Right. Like if they said, I don't like the room that's painted black or, you know, that kind of scared me when a can of paint's 40 bucks and you could just make it neutral. Like, yeah. The walls, you know, just, yeah. and that is the magic of trying to get your house sold because. What are know, those cameras? What? What's a camera? <laughs> what did you say? What are those cameras? No, these are people sitting around oh, okay. writing a contract. But um, also, here's another deal. What? Last the deal? thing. Mm-hmm. Always be nice to people looking at your house. Mm-hmm. I know they're looking through your stuff. They're opening your closet. If you decide to stay there, just be nice. Because they mm-hmm. might be the people who are going to pay more for right. your house. Right, um, And she responds to all the offers. And then also, if it's a divorce, which is a fun 
transaction to be a part of, <laughs> she's really good at being able to, to talk to both sides. And, That's um, important. Right. And especially if you're buying a house where it's a divorce situation, no, it's not going to go quickly because you've got, if there's any, remember I said the home inspection? Let's mm-hmm. go all the way back to that. If anything needs to get fixed, one side will say, they'll, will you take it out of your half? Oh, <coughs> oh! So, so that could be ongoing forever. Oh, that's terrible. And then the worst thing of all is that it goes so long that the market fell off a cliff. Yeah. And then now that money they were going to get to start the new half of their life, the second half of their life. Did I say it right? The new, yeah. New, new beginnings. Um, they don't have any money for new beginnings. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah. So instead of being able to buy a house and start new, yeah. Now they can go find an apartment. Good luck. I understand the part of being nice because that you need to be very careful. As soon as I smell some kind of like you are rude, I'm walking away from that transaction. Yeah. Because because I don't want to support that whole rude. house is full of negative yeah people and what if it gets on me like. Cooties, <laughs> you know, because cooties are a real thing. Yes, cooties are real. Nice. Yeah. You have anything else to share? No, I'm over <laughs> the time. Well, we miss Denise. We hope Denise joins us next week. Uh, I'm sure she'll have criticism. <laughs> but thank you so much, guys, for joining us in this episode of Masters of Home Ownership. Yes, it's coming, Jeff. So get ready. Oh boy. With your host, Marlene Cruz and Jeff Hobie. Ooh, I like it, that Jeff. That was like high and low. Yeah. High five for that. Thank you. Yeah, very good much. for you. About time I that's, showed yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. I brought it's getting away. better. He's I getting better. I brought the A game. <laughs> Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a good night. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.